you're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandeshi. Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel. Uh, So today I wanted to really kind of focus on fall travel trends uh, because we are sort of in this time period. We're right here in the middle of September, so we're really shifting gears uh, in the travel world as, as much as we can shift gears in in what 2020 has brought us. Uh, but we're shifting out of summer and we are going into fall. And, you know, the, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's also people trying to kind of figure out um, how to forge ahead during this time. But I want to go ahead and break down a couple of things that we are seeing, especially here in the United States. Labor Day weekend was huge. Um, and it, it was definitely... I know it was a weekend that people were really looking towards and analysts were looking towards to see, okay, will Labor Day weekend give us a bit of insight as to what fall will bring? Um, So, I mean, in general, what we saw for Labor Day weekend is that numbers were up and some of the numbers were the highest that they had been since uh, the actual pandemic had hit in March. So uh, taking a look, for example, at TSA reports, the highest number of travelers were seen since the start of COVID-19, the COVID-19 pandemic over the Labor Day weekend. So what they were seeing is about 900,000 passengers, um, which is nowhere near the 2 million passengers that the TSA saw last year in 2019. Um, it's really only about 39% of the total number of travelers that they saw last year. So um, we're definitely down from the year before, but we are up significantly uh, over the past couple of months. Now, translating this to hotels, uh, data from STR showed that U.S. hotels performed Um, really well over the Labor Day weekend as well, too. Um, I mean, in general, occupancy had dropped about 19% this year from last year. Um, And daily, the average daily rate also fell by about 17%. Um, So we're obviously we are seeing that there is a dip compared to last year. But again, uh, there were numbers were still up for the weekend. Um, and, and, and so that is definitely, you know, it was promising. Now, that being said, uh, will this necessarily continue? That's, you know, a lot of analysts are saying that was a nice bump. We might see some people still continue to get out there and travel, but it's not necessarily that bump isn't indicative of a long-term recovery, uh, which I think makes sense. And, and all of us can certainly agree to that. Um, interestingly enough is that the markets that were had the highest occupancy were um, leisure destinations that were already pretty, that were doing pretty well already. Uh, they saw a big increase. Um, and then also some of the markets that had the highest occupancy were those who were housing displaced residents from Hurricane Laura and the California wildfires. So there was a lot going on on Labor Day weekend, uh, more than just people trying to get out of their homes and celebrate. But, you know, with the natural disasters that were happening, people also were seeking uh, hotels as a place of refuge as well, too. So um, a lot going on for Labor Day weekend. But 
But that being said, you know, I kind of just touched on it is our analysts looking at this as like, how indicative will this be where travel is moving forward? And um, so this is where I actually want to talk a little bit about uh, travel trends as well. So what we're really seeing is a, a big kind of phrase is this notion of stretch season. So stretch season, what is that? Uh, what we're they're thinking is this where summer travel stretches into fall. Now, um, in a recent study done by MMGY Travel Intelligence, they found that 64% of travelers still expect to take a leisure trip within the next six months. And, you know, that's not terribly surprising considering that one in every three travelers actually chose to postpone their travel plans at the start of the pandemic. Now, with so many people working remotely, an increased number of kids doing virtual classes or even homeschooling, as well as many business trips being canceled, we are kind of seeing a bit of this itch that more people are taking trips around this time um, because they don't, they're not necessarily um, tied to a desk or tied to a school that if they have the finances and they're able to do it, that they are actually able to go remote. Um, now, that being said, there might not be enough of this business to make a complete shift in the travel industry, but we are seeing that maybe people that uh, hadn't or, or didn't normally travel at this time of year, we are seeing a little bit of a increase in travelers um, you know, making that move and going to places right now where they might not normally do that. And then, so understanding that, uh, a lot of hotels have actually been playing into this. And another trend that we're kind of seeing is uh, certainly a marketing trend in hotels is this work and learn from paradise where hotels are promoting travelers to opt for an extended stay. So right now, um, you know, hotels are really looking to take advantage of that. It kind of started actually earlier this summer. Uh, Playa Hotels and Resorts in the Dominican Republic launched their Work and Learn from Paradise program. So a brilliant marketing plan, by the way. Stay for 14 days, be upgraded to a suite, have all your needs taken care of through an all-inclusive, an all-inclusive package. And I mean, people were jumping on it. And Quite frankly, now many other hotels have followed suit. So, for example, you've got the St. Regis in Punta Mita. They introduced the concept of workcations. You're really trying to make it easy for travelers who are now working remotely to travel and stay longer. Uh, even also, also in Punta Mita, there was the Four Seasons Resort there. They debuted um, really clever programming. Love what they did. Uh, the Knowledge for All Seasons program. And that was created to make distance learning and working convenient for kids and parents. So uh, the Four Seasons Resort there really took it to the next level and really has designed a program curated for families so to really get you know parents that might be working and kids that might be doing school as well too so uh definitely an interesting trend that we're seeing uh continuing on with trends uh a big one love this um actually it's a campaign the u.s travel association just launched a new campaign called let's go there and it's great. It's designed to get Americans excited about planning their next vacation. Now, the ca campaign is really aimed to kind of tell travelers when it's time for you, we'll be ready. Uh, another thing that I just love, it's like, you know, it's not 
forcing people to travel too soon, but it's letting travelers know that people within the travel industry were ready. Um, and, you know, they did this, a lot of research naturally in, in going about this campaign. And they actually found that 97% of respondents said that having a trip planned makes them happier. And 82% reported that it makes them moderately or or significantly happier. Uh, another uh, find thing, you know, uh, something else that they found was uh, that 71% reported feeling greater levels of energy when they had a trip planned in the next six months. So uh, a big shout out to the U.S. Travel Association. Love what they're doing with the Let's Go There campaign, but also love all the facts that they found. And it just really goes to show that, you know, that excitement of of having that trip, even if it's on the horizon, you know, it really does make people feel better and, and happier. It just goes to show you that, you know, travel has a lot of wonderful um, side effects. <laughs> um, and uh, definitely should go, um, must must get a mention, is the Black Travel Alliance. Um, they have put together a formal campaign advocating that travel brands and destination management organizations actively support the Black Lives Matter movement through greater diversity and representation. Now, even though African Americans make up 12% of the U.S. population, they account for 6% of travel spend. But keep, this this number is crazy to me, less than 3% of travel advertising focuses on African Americans. So that right there, I, I think those numbers are really indicative of where the travel space can uh, improve. Uh, I mean, I think, again, no clear indication as far as how the travel industry is really, you know, um, targeting, uh, you know, black Americans traveling. So, and it's important. And uh, especially now and with the, within, you know, with the past couple of months with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, um, it is really important that we go ahead and we, that, that, that is extended into the travel industry because there is, in essence, you know, in theory, the travel industry is all inclusive. I mean, that's part of traveling is that you're exposed to different cultures, different backgrounds, different people. But, you know, it is still a bit of a struggle. So I absolutely love what the Black Travel Alliance is doing here. It is something that is needed within the U.S. I, I do hope that it, it grows more into an international as well, too, because, um, you know, Black travelers travel internationally, and that is very much a part of the experience. So that is something that I think would be really great to see grow into a global sort of movement. But I love, so basically this campaign is pushing these travel brands to prove their commitment by hiring more black managers and employees and increasing their numbers of black speakers at conferences, journalists on their press trips, and travelers in their advertising. So shout out to the Black Travel Alliance. Love what they're doing. Um, now, that being said, where are people traveling this fall? You know, we kind of talked about uh, the little bump that we saw with Labor Day. Uh, now this notion of stretch travel, people are kind of, you know, looking to stretch summer travel into fall, what the U.S. Travel Association is doing, the Black Travel Alliance. Okay, 
but where are people going to travel to this fall? So TripAdvisor did a great study, their fall travel index, and they just released it uh, this past Tuesday. They found that beachside, beachside destinations, places like Key Largo, Key West, are going to be the most popular for hotel bookings this fall. Um, they really found that they were recording kind of trips and, and planning from about September 1st to November 30th of this year to give you that timeline. Other popular destinations for fall travel are coastal towns around the country. Uh, the pandemic has really forced travelers to be creative and explore new destinations in ways that you know they may not have considered previously. Obviously, as we've talked about a lot of road trips, maybe people are going to be flying less, uh, doing things with their family, going outdoors more, um, you know, really finding ways to stay socially distanced when they travel. So, you know, again, this fall, we're seeing this rise in destinations where Travelers can also like relax and rejuvenate, especially because so many people have felt that they've been at home and they desperately need to shift gears. So relaxation and rejuvenation is key. They want these beachside um, relaxing environments as opposed to, you know, popular cities. So um they're really looking to shift gears in that regard. TripAdvisor, their study also showed that travelers are being more budget conscious. So they're staying in less expensive hotels than they may have last year. Um, and as opposed to all-inclusive resorts, camp campgrounds and farmhouses are seeing a much faster recovery in bookings. So again, um, rural destinations. Um, I don't believe I mentioned this here, but I know I did on... on uh, one of my um, weekly updates, but for example, Airbnb, they're seeing rural destinations are doing fantastic right now. So people are avoiding going to cities and they really want to go to these rural destinations. So that's another interesting sort of find. Um, uh, but they found that these small bed and breakfast style accommodations are, are just really seeing this strong recovery. Most travelers are only considering short getaways for the fall. So with about 55% of travelers booking two to five night stays and 36% booking only for one night. Really interesting stat. And I have to say, hey, I'm, I think I fall into that category. I just did a one night staycation at the Four Seasons in Philadelphia. Amazing property. They recently got awarded the five star five um, five star from Forbes Travel Travel Guide for their hotel and spa. So if you are in the Philadelphia area and you want to do a phenomenal staycation, you should definitely check them out. Um, but again, back to TripAdvisor, travelers are also finding that they're more spontaneous than in previous years. So a lot of these upcoming bookings are again. Um, less than one week in advance. And I think I also was uh, falling into that category as well too because my recent uh, staycation at the Four Seasons Philadelphia was booked within the week. So uh, always really interesting to see these numbers and then to also kind of compare yourself to it as well too. Um, again, just really interesting numbers looking forward to, to the fall and winter. Now, as far as holiday travel, I think that's still up in the air. Uh, I'll definitely will be circling back on what we can expect for holiday travel moving forward. I personally think it's still a little too soon to 
to tell. Um, We are seeing, you know, airlines and hotels try to entice people with with lower rates. But, um, you know, the pandemic is still here. So, and with fall coming, uh, we have yet to see how a resurgence might play out. So, um, I will save my, um, my research as far as a holiday travel for a couple episodes from now. But that being said, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys found that really interesting. Uh, I've been doing this deep dive into these trends and these campaigns. I think they're just so, um, indicative as far as the market right now and especially if you're working in the hospitality or the travel industry these are really helpful so just to get an idea as far as what people are doing the mindset and um, where we're where we are moving forward so that being said that is it for today's episode thank you guys so much as always for tuning in uh looking forward to having some interesting guests on over the next couple of weeks always want to keep it interesting and exciting for you uh thank you for tuning in today when it was just me um but as always uh stay safe stay healthy out there and continue to say yes to travel thanks again for listening 